grace and peace, blessings and honors to all the saints of God under the sound of my voice. I want to welcome you to the Apostolic Alignment. I'm Chief Apostle Rodney Tate out of the Georgia area. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And it's such an honor to be able to come before you once again, hallelujah, to share the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen, saints. Hallelujah. If you could stop the the, um, music, I'd really appreciate it. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And um, if you could turn our Bibles to the book of Acts, hallelujah. And as you turn in your Bible to the book of Acts, the first chapter, I want to first give honor to God, hallelujah, the Father, Yahweh, and great Jehovah, hallelujah. Uh, to his beloved son, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Yeshua HaMashiach, and to the presence of the Holy Spirit, Rahakadesh, and to all the saints of God, Apostle Erica, um, uh, who opened up her line, her podcast, bless God, um, um, a prophetic shift broadcast network amen she's the founder of prophetic shift broadcasting network we give honor and grace blessings and honor and, and peace be unto you daughter and to um, prophet paul one of my sons and the lord almighty man of valor and thank god for you Hallelujah. Mother Beverly on the line. Bless you. We love you. Hallelujah. And my other daughters on the line. Hallelujah. And it's a blessing to see you. Uh, Prophet Eleanor. Blessings and honor be unto you. Uh, we can turn our books to um, Acts, the first chapter. <clears throat> I'm starting at the first verse through the third verse. Hallelujah. Um, try not to be before you long, but you know how the Holy Ghost is sometimes. When the little fire gets started, it turns into an inferno. Hallelujah. And the uh, scriptures reads as follows. Acts the first chapter, the very first verse through the third verse, says... The former treaties have I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began both to do and teach until the day in which he was taken up after that he, through the Holy Ghost, had given commandments unto his apostles, whom he had chosen, to whom... Also, he showed himself alive after his passion by many infallible proofs, being seen of them forty days and speaking of the things 
pertaining to the kingdom of God. The eighth verse. But ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and to the uttermost parts of the earth. Acts 2. Hallelujah. I'm just going to read the first few verses. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled. Thank you, Jesus. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Father God, in the name of Jesus, thank you for the reading and the hearing of your word. Holy Spirit of the living God, I'm asking you to possess me by the power of your Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And that... Hallelujah. The seed of your word will dwell in the deep, rich soul of your people's spirit. Let it revelate to their mind, which is their soul, their soul, which is their mind, their intellect, their reasoning, decision, free will, choices. Hallelujah. Emotions and feelings. And to the Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. And then come on and just begin to open up your mouth. Yes, if we understand the devil don't want this message to come out. It's okay. He's he just doing he just doing his job. It's all right. But I'm gonna do mine in the name of Jesus. As I was praying that that the seed of your word would dwell in the deep rich heart and the deep rich soul of your people. Uh, spirit and relate to their soul, which is their mind, their intellect, their reasoning, decision, emotion, feeling, and free will to the point that it overflows in the physical earthly realm. That, <laughs> that man may not only believe but know without a shadow of a doubt that you give your only begotten son, Jesus Christ, of Nazareth, Yeshua HaMashiach, who hung, bled, and died on the cross, Lord. And that, hallelujah, we appreciate that you sent back the promise of your Holy Spirit, hallelujah, who empower us to be witnesses of the Lord Jesus Christ. 
and that miracle signs and wonders and divine healing may be done in the name of your holy child, Jesus. Now let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. In the name and by the blood of Christ Jesus, our Lord, and let the body of Christ say amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Today, I want to talk to you about there's a shift taking place, and it starts with me. There's a shift taking place, and it starts with me. Everybody say that. There's a shift taking place, and it starts with me. There's a shift taking place, and it starts with me. That's right. It starts with you. It starts with me. How is the world going to know that there is salvation, there is redemption by the name of Christ? Come on. Come on. Preach it. It starts with you, and it starts with me. How is the world going to know? Not unless we are his witnesses. And the witness just don't mean to just minister the gospel. It's displaying the power. I'm going to say that again. Being a witness of the Lord Jesus Christ is just not sharing the gospel, but also displaying his power, his miracles, his signs, power, his amen. and most of all, his fruit. We have a lot of ministers that have a good hoop, but they don't have any good fruits. And we must manifest his fruit. What I was looking at in the book of Acts, one thing about the book of Acts, it is a continuing account of Jesus' ministry. Only this time, after risen Christ, who has come back, as he said, in the power of the Holy Spirit. Yes, there was a short transition of time, some 40 days between his death and the day of Pentecost when the Holy Spirit was given. But the same Jesus and the same Holy Spirit who continued to perform the miracles, who continued to perform the miracles. Dr. Lou began by stating that Jesus had revealed himself after his resurrection by many infallible proofs. Thus, we can surely, surely rely on Luke's account. During the three years that Jesus, hallelujah, uh, uh, was with his disciple, his disciple had uh, been with Jesus. They, 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 they had become accustomed to certain things that were human traits in Jesus' life. For instance, they knew the way that he sat down at the table, and they knew the, the movements of uh, the movements he made when he broke bread at dinner. They spent time with him. They knew the authority of his voice, the power of his words. They knew the strength of his character. All these things made up the Jesus whom they had known and loved. They had seen him heal the sick time and time again, 
They have seen him provide food for hungry for the hungry multitudes, money with which to meet needs and <clears throat> uh, and restore life to persons who were dead. They had come to recognize these things as the distinguishing and unfailing trademark of Jesus. Bless you, Lord. The disciples, bless God, the disciples. <clears throat> the disciples had also seen Jesus die. They had seen him taken from the cross and carried away to be buried. But three days Hallelujah. Uh, afterwards, he rose from the dead. And during the 40 days following his resurrection and preceding Christ Jesus' ascension to the Father, they looked for ways by which they could recognize him. They wanted to be sure that this man was really their Jesus. So Jesus appeared to them time after time and after time again and talked with them and, and performed miracles among them. They recognized the trademarks of Jesus. Do we have any trademark of Jesus amongst us? They recognized the trademark of Jesus. And if we're the body of Christ, we're supposed to have some type of trademark of Jesus. The disciple recognized the trademark of Jesus in the all-powerful resurrected Christ. Luke had traced down those, hallelujah, he had traced down, he had traced down, hallelujah, those trademarks and found them to be infallible proofs. Mm. That is, was... Uh, 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 that is, that is, hallelujah, we can take Luke's account and, 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 and that this was indeed the same Jesus that they had known who was truly alive once again, alive forevermore, bless you, Jesus. And yet now, in his full, unlimited, invisible self sending the Holy Spirit the comforter to indwell them with all with all the power from on high with all the power from on high let me say that again so you can really catch this thing with all the power from on high and, and looking at the eighth verse, but ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria and to the uttermost parts of the earth, through the Holy Spirit coming upon us, saints of God. We are giving power to give true witness to the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus himself said that this would be true. We would be witness of him, the person, not your house, not your car, 
not what school your child go to. Of him, we talk about the bling beans and the things and how much money, how big our edifice, the musicians and all this other stuff. But are we witnessing Jesus, his death, his burial, his resurrection? Are we ministering repentance? All the ministry stop fornicating. Quit committing adultery. That a man that's marrying a man that's an abomination before the Lord, having that type of relationship, same thing with the women. What are we ministering? Are we being true witnesses of the Lord Jesus Christ? When was the last time we really talked about redemption? You know, redemption means the purchasing of a slave with the intentions to set him or her free. Are we just talking about, uh, are we just being motivational speakers? It's not being motivational speakers, saints of God. Apostles out there, it's not about being a motivational speaker. It's all about alignment with God's Holy Spirit, being in line with the Word, being in line with God's statutes, His commandments, being in line with the Word. Bless you, Jesus. Hallelujah. If I could have an amen every once in a while so I know I don't drop back off again. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. But like he said, notice that we are not asked to be witness of the truth. It's true. I know how to tie my shoe, but that's not going to get you to heaven. It's true. I know how to drive a car, but that's not going to get you to heaven. It's true. I ate a bowl of chili for dinner, but that's not going to get to heaven. All those things are true. So Jesus did not, the word of God did not ask us, hallelujah, to be witness of the truth, although that is included. But most of all, we are called to be witness of a person who is the truth. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus is the persons of truth. If you're going to bring somebody to the truth, take them to Jesus. Not to your pastor, not to your apostle, not to your prophet, not to your evangelists or your teachers. Take them to Jesus, the person who is truth. Amen, somebody, or out. Hallelujah. By the power of the Holy Spirit, saints of God, we are to be like Jesus. When people look at us, they should be reminded of Jesus. They should see his trademark in us. This is the supreme miracle of of being filled with God's Holy Spirit and fire. This is what makes the Spirit-filled believer Christ's glory. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Ha, Raboshe. Nanda, da, 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 Raboshe. 
Hallelujah, Jesus. I hear some background music. Hallelujah. On the other end, I wish they'll mute yourself out. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Now, saints of God, this will mess us his glory. Okay, I believe I got it this time. I need just too much happening in the background. It's really interrupting me. Thank you. Hallelujah, Jesus. Now, saints of God. Hallelujah. This makes us Christ's glory. By the by indwelling us, the Holy Spirit gives us power to reproduce Jesus' likeness in ourselves. So we can reproduce Jesus' likeness in the lives of others as we go in the highways and the hedges and compel men, hallelujah, to give their lives to Jesus. That's what we are supposed to do. We're not supposed to always run to that church building, bless God, and, and try to witness to those that are already saved. It's those that's on their way to hell. The sinners. But we want to run and preach behind other folks' uh, 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 pulpits. The world is your pulpit. We're talking about apostolic alignment. This is the program. Apostolic alignment. How often did Peter get to preach in a synagogue? Or did he preach more so on the street after the death, burial, and resurrection? How often did Jesus preach in a synagogue? Most of his miracle signs and wonder was on the street corners. Even at a graveyard. He had a party at Lazarus' tomb. He started praying. He said, I didn't pray this for me. I prayed this for them. And he called Lazarus at the tomb. Most of Christ's miracles are going to be on the street, saints. It's not going to be in your church buildings. That's where you go broke. Anything beyond your tithes and offering, you're going broke. You give your tithes and your offering, that's all God requires. Yep, amen. Most of Christ's miracles was on the street, not behind those stained glass windows. A building with curtains up, they came with CN to see if the Holy Ghost is real or not. How often are you ministering when you're at the grocery store? How often are you ministering when you're catching your buses? How often are you ministering at work? How often are you ministering wherever you go? That's your pulpit. The world is your pulpit. The joke dealers need you, preachers. The prostitutes need you, preachers. The drug addicts need you, preachers. The alcoholics need you, preachers. Those that are enraged need you, preachers. Due to the Holy Spirit indwelling us, we have fellowship yes, come with an experience and presence of Christ in his resurrected form. Hallelujah. We experience his power, his personality, his passion, his love, 
his meekness, his, his gentleness, his wisdom, his knowledge, his faith, his healing power for the spirit, soul, and body, his miracles, hallelujah, his discernment, and his prophetical utterances. His, not ours, his. But how did they send that trademark? All are present in us in the same dimension as they were in the, the, in the disciples, the apostles at Pentecost. If we only dare to bring them forth by our faith and boldness in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Yeshua HaMashiach, there's a shift taking place. And it starts with me. In these last days, they're going to take a ship. Folks want to fight over what president going in the office and so distracted from the Holy Ghost. They stop praying. Praying. They, 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 uh, uh, they, they, they only want to praise them, but they don't want to go beyond the veil and get in that deep worship where they can get a word. They yeah, always seeking from a word from a prophet. Get the word for yourself. And let the prophet confirm it. And if he can't confirm it, he ain't no prophet. You're talking about apostolic alignment. There's a shift taking place, saints of God. In these last days, and they're going to start with me. And they're going to start with you. But how hungry are you? How much of God do you really want? That means some flesh got to die. Amen or out somebody. Hallelujah, Jesus. With that power comes and the added dimension of being able to be witnesses wherever we are, whether you are in Jerusalem, Samaria, or to the other one parts of the world, Judea, or whatever, hallelujah, that is our mission field. Your field, hallelujah, is wherever a need exists in you have the opportunity to meet that need. And everybody needs Jesus, and we all got the opportunity to share them. Amen, somebody. Amen, 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 amen. Oh, in the initial appointment of God's Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost, the Traditional symbols of God, wind and fire, were manifested. The wind and fire, one audible and the other visible, hallelujah, evidently were not present at latter, latter times uh, when the believers received the Holy Spirit. However, 
the first thing the infilling of the Holy Spirit caused was causing utterance to the new Christians to speak in other tongues. And this became the mainstream of the release of the Spirit's power in the name of Jesus. There's a shift taking place, and it starts with me. Uh, the crowd thought the disciple was drunk and began to mock them. Hallelujah. And, and, and Peter had to address them. Hallelujah. And Acts 2.14 declared that, but Peter, standing up with the eleven, hallelujah, lifted up his voice and said unto them, Ye men of Judea, and all ye that dwell at Jerusalem, be this known unto you, hallelujah, and hearken unto my words. For those, for these are not drunken as ye suppose, saying it is but the third hour of the day. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. Uh, and it shall come to pass in the last days, says God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your uh, men shall see, and your young men shall see vision, and your old men shall dream dream. And all my servants and all my handmaidens, I will pour out my spirit in those days, hallelujah, and, and they shall prophesy. There's a shift taking place, and it starts with me, and it surely does start with you. Hallelujah. Three things the Holy Spirit does when, 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 when he comes into our lives and have us to minister. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. St. John has revealed it to us. Hallelujah. I, I, written in red, coming out of Jesus' mouth. Hallelujah. St. John 16 and 8 through 11 says this here. And Jesus said, and when he, talking about the Holy Spirit, has come, he will reprove the world of sin. Uh-oh. How many of us preachers is allowing the Holy Spirit to reprove uh, the world of sin through us? Come on. Uh -oh. Come on. Uh-oh. And of righteousness. And of judgment. Don't judge me. You can't judge me. Uh, I beg the differ. The scripture says a whole lot about it. Amen, somebody. Then he tells us the reason why. Of sin because they believe not on me. Not because they have a crack pipe hanging out their mouth. Because they believe not on me. Because once you bleed, a crack pipe will drop off. Not because you smoke weed, cigarettes, and all this other stuff that folks claim. You have to believe to receive your deliverance. The problem is a believing problem. Not a drug problem. A believing problem. Because believers are receivers and retrievers. I don't point my fingers at the gay man. I give him the gospels up to him to take it or leave it. If he believe it, he'll straighten up. If he don't, he won't. So that's on drugs. I present the gospel. Come on. 
I tell them about Jesus. How much yes, he loved them, what he did, how he died for them, how he rose again, how he already set them free, but it's up to them to believe it and walk out the prison doors. Because they believe not on me. That's what the word said in red. We've been adding stuff to this gospel, making it so hard for folks to be saved. When Jesus said it's the simplicity that is in Christ Jesus. In Second Corinthians, the eleventh chapter, the third verse. The simplicity. Oh, help us, Holy Ghost. He didn't stop there. Of righteousness, because I go to my Father and you see me no more. Of judgment, because the prince of this world is judge. Is judge. Is judge. He didn't say was judge. He said is. Is is a present statement, y'all. Is. The little word is. That means now judge. Now judge. Whatever that now is, if it's tomorrow on the now, uh, the enemy is judged then, you know what I mean, on that now. Is judged. That's a present statement. Not was judged. Is judged. Oh, my God. St. John, when I St. John, First John 4, 17 said, Herein is our love made perfect that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we. We're at in this world. As he is, so is Rodney in this world. How is Jesus today, y'all? Don't that make you want to ask? How is Jesus? Is Jesus sick? Disease in his body? No. Well, it's illegal for you to be sick and diseased in your body. Why? Because as he is, so are mm, my, my, my. So are we in this world. Is Jesus blind? No. Well, it's illegal for you to be blind, spiritually or naturally. Why? Because as he is, so are we. In this world, is Jesus deaf and can't hear? No, it's illegal for you to be losing your hearing. Why? Because as he is, so are we. Whereas in this world, is Jesus scared of anything? Is he fearful of, of who's going to be the president and, uh, uh, and, and all the crime that is in the land? No. Why? Because as he is, so are we in this world. There's a shift taking place. And it starts with me. And it starts with you. Is Jesus worried about a divorce from his spouse? No. Why? Because uh, it's illegal for you to worry about a divorce from your spouse. You should be doing the right thing anyhow. Why? Because as he is, so are we in this world. This is a noun statement. As yes, it is. is. So are we. The first part of that verse said, Herein is a love made perfect, that we may have bonus in the day of judgment. Anytime you uh, cast 
hallelujah, a devil out, you render the judgment. Any time that you uh, cast sickness and disease out of somebody's body through the power of God's Holy Spirit, you render the judgment. It's not just judgment standing before the Lord. It's talking about making a judgment here in this earth realm by the power of God's Holy Spirit, and his word doesn't return to him more but accomplishing, performs that which he was sent out to do. God judged people through people until we all stand before him and he judges all. The folks said, you can't judge me. They said, leave me alone, let me sin. I feel good in my mess. Leave me alone. Let me go to hell. And Jesus did let him go to hell. He left him alone. You know, even in his hometown, Nazareth, those that didn't receive him, he left him alone. He just, just healed a couple of people. Amen. He didn't know Come on. miracles there. He left him alone. He let him go to hell then. This is what you want to do? Go on. Go on. Go on. Go on. Keep it simple. Quit wasting your time on hard-headed knuckleheads. Those that want to hear, give. Freely you receive, freely you give. Of the anointing, the knowledge, the wisdom of God. And those that don't, go on. Go on, go on do your thing. I take the dust on my feet as a testimony against you. That's easy. That's simple. No high blood pressure, no stress. Just shake. Go on. I don't care if it's a family member. I love you, but I love Jesus more. I love my sons, but if they choose to go to hell with their grown selves, I love my daughters and everybody else. If they choose to go to hell, they, they, they couldn't say, Daddy didn't tell them about Jesus. Daddy didn't walk, uh, they couldn't say, Daddy didn't walk this thing out before me. No, my kids continue. The Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus, is a seal. It's a seal inside of us that causes a shift to take place that starts in me, that causes a shift to take place that starts in you. When you're filled with the Holy Spirit, you will go through unbelievable persecution by sinners and religious leaders. But they, but the Holy Spirit will give you the boldness to say and to do the perfect will of God, the Father, even while being tried unjustly. And like Peter and John, they, um, by the power of the God's Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus uh, being used to heal a crippled man at the gate called beautiful. Hallelujah. He was crippled from his birth. Uh, and the sect was persecuted and trying them and, 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 and interrogating them. Then Peter Acts 4, 8 through 12 declared, Then Peter filled with the Holy Ghost said unto them, ye rulers and the people and elders of Israel, if we this day be examined 
of the good deed done to this impotent man uh, by what means he is made whole, be it known unto you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Yeshua HaMashiach, whom ye crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him does this man stand here before you whole. This is the stone which was set at not of you builders, which has become the head of the corner. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. Hallelujah. Now, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, they perceived that they had... Uh, that they were unlearned and ignorant men. They marvel. You can't read and write. And you quote scriptures like that. They marvel. And what else happened? And they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus, not with the apostles all the time. They've been with Jesus, not with the prophets all the time. They've been with Jesus, not with the evangelist, pastor, teacher, bishop, elder, overseers all the time. Folks, it's time for you to be with Jesus. We can point you to him. But it's you that got to establish that relationship. No preacher on earth can pray you into heaven. You got to get there on purpose. You got to love God first on purpose. You got to love yourself and you got to love others like you love you on purpose. You got to forgive on purpose. You have to give on purpose. You have to love on purpose. Part of your DNA. You got to humble yourself down on purpose. You know what these boys did? And then you have to be able to speak boldly on purpose. Like Peter and John, when they were being tried by the sick, there was a shift in their life. They were filled with the Holy Spirit. But when they had commanded them to go aside, they said, wait a minute. Hallelujah. They seen that they were being with Jesus. The 14th through the 16th verse said, and beholding a man which was healed standing with them, they could say nothing against it. They could say nothing against it. I'm trying to tell you where the Holy Ghost is trying to take y'all to. All of you that's under the sound of my voice, God is wanting to throw his weight around and let the devil know who's boss in a whole new way through you, through me. It's not just the preachers, y'all. It's the believers. The believers. The believers. Yes, amen, amen, amen. The believers. And beholding the man which was healed standing with them, they could say nothing. But when they had commanded them to go aside out of the council, they conferred among themselves, saying, 
what shall we do unto these men? For, indeed, uh, for that indeed a notable miracle has been done by them, was manifested to all them that dwell in Jerusalem. And we cannot deny it. And we cannot deny it. And we cannot deny this thing. God is trying to, hallelujah, give you an undeniable anointing. Hallelujah. <laughs> uh, undeniable power. Undeniable Amen. Undeniable redemption, undeniable witness of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. There's a shelf taking place, and it starts with you, and it starts with me. He's trying to give you undeniable faith, undeniable power. I'll give you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions over all the power of the enemy, and nothing by enemy shall harm you. I'm trying to give you undeniable presence of the living God. That's what God is trying to do. When you walk in the store, even your shadow is, is dangerous. Demons start be screaming out and coming out of folks. And you ain't had to rebuke them. Ask Peter on the wall. Even Jesus, he, he, he was just like Jesus. Amen. Jesus walked in. His, his shadow had cast out devils. Peter walked. His shadow cast out devils. Well, believers, when you walk, the devil should be running from your very shadow. Why? Because there's a shift taking place. And it starts with you, and it starts with me. The devil should be all up in your face. He should be under your feet. These signs shall follow them that believe. They said, cast out devils, speak with new tongues, take up something. If they drink any daily things, they shouldn't harm them. They should lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. There's a shelf taking place, and it starts with you. It starts with me. But who's shifting you? Is it the Holy Ghost? Or is it your flesh? Or is it the cunning ways of men? Or is it Satan? Jesus paid a horrific price for you to have this shift. His death, his burial, his resurrection... Remember the beat down that he had, the piercing of his hands and feet? Remember he said, it is finished. Weakness is finished. Sin problems is finished. It is finished. Sickness is finished in the believers. Finished. Poverty finished in the believers. Hopelessness, finished. Doubt is finished. You're being crushed under Jesus. He crushed it for us. The power of demonic forces, finished. He's given us his Holy Spirit to overcome, to be more than conquerors through him that loves us. It is finished. 
There's a shift taking place, but are you going to grab hold of it and let it start with you? Because I'm showing up, going to let it start with me. It is finished. Saints of God, I pray in the name and by the blood of Jesus, this message will shake something up in you. As he is, so are we in this world. It is finished. We got the Holy Ghost. All power heaven and earth is in Christ's hand. As he is, so are we in this world. Don't you know we have access to all power? His name is Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus, he lives in us to lead us and guide us to all truth to empower us to be witnesses of the Lord Jesus Christ, to do the things that Jesus did in greater works. Where's the greater works? We ain't talking about the greater who, the greater orchestra, I can or the greater choir singing, the greater dance praise team. Where's the greater works of God's Holy Spirit? Preachers, not just prophecy, I want to see all nine of them flowing. Because a pair of lips will say anything. There's a shift. But are you sensitive enough to catch it? Are you sensitive to listen to that still small voice in your spirit? There's a shift. With the ministering spirits, when to minister to the heirs of salvation, there's a shift. If God wants to make you the head and not the tail, and that you be above and above only, there's a shift. That your enemies come at you one way, but scatter before you seven ways, there's a shift. Are you wearing that shift? Are you walking in that shift? Are you embracing that shift? It's already finished. It's up to you to grab hold to it. It's up to you to walk through that door. The door is wide open unto you. And you lead it says, have not, hallelujah, just, just only prophesy. And can't prophesy, but not unless somebody got some money in their hands. Repent. Do it the Bible way. God take care of his people. I'm a living witness. Do it the right way. Quit following the tradition of men. If it's not in the Bible, don't do it. Keep it just that simple. Just don't do it. I understand that Jesus did so many things that that uh, that uh, uh, Jesus did so many things, and let me read it. I want to quote it right because I'm kind of tired, and I had ten hours of work, nine, ten hours of work today. There are, uh, yeah, St. John's 24, 20, uh, 21 and 25 says, and there were also many other things which Jesus did, the which if they should be written down. 
written, everyone. I suppose the world that, that even the world itself cannot contain the books that should be written and is concluded with an amen. I mean, so be it. It is so. What is he saying? Remember, as he is, so are we. In this world, get ready to do some unwritten, uncontainable, but yet ordained movements of God's Holy Spirit. There's a shift. There's a shift. It's time for the church to understand that under the old covenant, one put a thousand up like two, ten thousand, but under the new covenant, because Jesus said we're going to do the same thing that he done and greater, Jesus put a legion to flight. So now you've got legion power, but nobody's telling you. There's a shift. You got legion power now because of Christ. He says that I do, ye shall do. But nobody's telling nobody nothing. They've been there in the world all along. You got legion power. Jesus put a legion to flight. When he asked the devil his name, he wasn't interviewing the devil. He was training the apostles so that the apostles could train the church, that the church has legion power now. One put a legion to flight, two, two, ten legions, three, a uh, hundred legions, four, a uh, thousand legions, five, ten thousand legions, six, a hundred thousand, seven, a million legions to flight. Seven people. Why? These things that I do, you should do also. Greater works than these shall you do because I go to the Father. Why? As he is, so are we. We're at in this world. There's a shift taking place and it starts with me. And it starts with you, the believers. More than a Christian. The believers. Because before they were called Christians, they were believers on the day of Pentecost. Do we truly believe? And ain't talking about the way that the enemy believed. Because Satan believed, but he got sense enough to tremble. Man doesn't. Man, I'm speaking to men and women. Have more sense than the devil. He got more sense. He, he believes in tremble at the name of Jesus. Have more sense than the devil. Believe and work out your soul salvation with fear and trembling as well. Afraid to break God's heart. Afraid to walk contrary to the word. Crucify this flesh. And let God be God. Let him manifest that shift. Because you got more power than what you even know. You have access to so much that you can even comprehend. There's a shift. Are you going to catch it? Are you going to ride the waves of, gray, uh, of grace? Or are you going to just be religious? 
Is this going to be your lifestyle, or are you just going to be religious? Are you going to walk like Christ, or are you going to walk religiously? you got a choice to make. Because one thing about the religious leaders, and I'm closing. They're going to quote all the scriptures they wanted to. They had the doctor's degree of theology and divinity in their day because they were the scholars. They knew the word, but they didn't know the person who was the word when the word walked up on them. Don't you know that we ought to be living epistles to be seen and read amongst all men? When we walk up on folks, these religious leaders, they don't recognize you. They didn't recognize Jesus. Religious folks, believers do. Because the Spirit bears witness with the Spirit. And you'll catch more hell from church folks, I hate to say it, Church folks, I didn't say saved folks, sanctified, well, pretend to church folks because the church is not like that. God forgive me. I declare that up. You have more help from pretended preachers, pretended church folks, pretended leaders that's in position than you do from a heathen in the street. And that's the truth. So you might as well take your ministry to the streets. Perform miracle signs and wonders on the streets. Open up the blinded eyes. Pull folks out the wheelchairs, y'all. Know what God calls you to do. To be a witness. Preach the gospel. Bring the kingdom. Let them know the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Let them know the kingdom of God is at hand. And believe ye the gospel. Because so many folks that think they believe the gospel, they really don't. They go through the formalities, but they really don't because it's, you know, they on the tree by the fruit that it bears. If it's a good fruit, if it's a good tree, it's going to be a good fruit. If it's not, it won't. Be fruit inspectors. Amen, saints. Remember, there's a shift taking place, and it starts with me, and it starts with you. Can we unite? Forget the denominations. Can we unite as a body of Christ? A, whether you Pentecostal, Church of God in Christ, Baptist, whatever. Can we unite as a Body of Christ, because we're all serving the same Jesus, trying to get to the same heaven. So denominations, is, that's not anything that Jesus had promoted. Because it's going to take a body of Christ to get it done. I just see 10 Jesuses, only read about one. And we all make his body. And it's time to unite as a body of Christ. The floor is open for any comments at this time. The floor is open for any comments at this time. Amen. Hallelujah. I just want to say thank you for this teaching and thank you for the awareness of a shift that is taking place. 
And we need, the body of Christ needs to be reminded that there's a shift taking place. And yes, you're absolutely right. Jesus did more sermons in the streets, and so did all of the apostles in the streets than in the synagogue. So I just want to thank you. It's an excellent teaching. Amen. God bless you, Prophet Paul. Love you in Christ Jesus. Love you to life, my brother. Amen. Thank you. Hallelujah. Anybody else? Hallelujah. Amen. We want to give the honor and the glory to the first, the head of our lives, and our personal saviors. Um, Apostle, that was a powerful word. Um, in this in this season, um, because of the prejudice, as far as uh, religious, it's like almost a form of being prejudiced. Um, they're is. not looking. They're looking. Yeah, at, come on, uh, preach it. It's, it's, it's as far as being too, uh, what's the word, indignant, uh, arrogant, all of these components that are composed in that sector. Um, and, um, and it's not a relationship with God. It's not. That's right. it's, it's about them learning the scriptures, uh, memorizing scriptures, using it when they want to use it, when they want to use it, but not use it when they're supposed to, not willing to be rebuked. Because a lot of us just folks do not like to be rebuked. Mm-hmm. They do not like, they don't like to take chastisement. They want to be always self-righteous. And that's something that we have a lot that is existing in the atmosphere right now. So uh, right now, it's, uh, like you said, that, you know, Christ had, had a big issue with uh, the division. Uh, the word denominate needs to be divided. And because, like you said, there's so many being divided among, like you said, the different type of denominations, uh, even though the, the basis of the, of the Bible, but at the same time, there are man-made stuff that's also added to it. And that's what brings mm-hmm. forth the confusion. All right, that brings forth the confusion. So, like I said, if we know what denominate means, means it's a root word for being divided. He does not want us to be divided. He said that That's we it. shall assemble ourselves among the body of believers. He did not say assemble ourselves in the building. He had nothing to do with the building. We're, we're the church right now. In our heart is the church. That's it. The ecclesia is the church. So when the ecclesia is the church, and, and, and he was speaking to the church, this in the season, that's what he's doing during the pandemic. And even now, even before the pandemic, he was trying to get the ecclesia's attention. And in the season, that's what he's doing. He had to shut down these buildings because he was getting, trying to get the ecclesia attention so they can get back on track and reach out to the souls, those lost souls. Some of us have lost, lost, you know, have lost it. So because they have mm-hmm. lost it, because they've gotten so big to the point they were concerned about how many members, what well, y'all got to realize, those oh. are not your members. Those yes, are yes. not your members. No. Okay? We are all a there member of the body of Christ. It ain't got nothing to do there with how go. many members you got. And I am, honestly, I'm so sick and tired of people saying, well, how many members you got? How many, I say, I'm not, I ain't nobody, I'm not, I'm not a slave master. I am not a slave master. See? And see, that's what it is. When you talk about, oh, remember, slave master, that, that first thing I think, I said, well, this is supposed to be slavery. This is not slavery. Uh-huh. There you, you go. You know, the, the gifts are supposed to be used. Exactly. And, and the gifts are supposed to be used upon the body of Christ. So we're using the gifts that he has given us, that he has given us what we are assigned to. 
we just use the best of our ability. Use the best of our ability. And like you said, it is. It starts from us. The cleaning up starts from us. The shaking starts from us. The beating in the spirit starts from us. The conviction starts with us. Everything that we do and then and anything that we do in Christendom starts with us. Our personal relationship, our personal relationship affects the outwardly of what we're supposed to do, what assignment that God has assigned to us. I'm going to back that up so, by the word, especially when we was talking about all these different denominations. I always did say denomination brings in a bunch of discrimination. And it does. And I'm approved it by the word. Let God be true and every man a liar. Amen. The word of God says in First Corinthians, uh, first chapter, starting at the 10th verse. Now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye all speak the same thing, and that there be no division among you, but that ye be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. There's that word again, judgment. We got to judge, okay, with the same mind, the mind of Christ, and the same judgment of Christ. Amen. For it has been declared unto me of you by uh, my brethren, by them that are of the house of Chloe, that there are contentions amongst you. Now this I say, that every one of you saith, I am of Paul, or the denomination of Paul. I am of Apollos, or the denomination of Apollos. You see where I'm going with that? I am a Cephas, the denomination of Peter, who is Cephas. I am of Christ, and that's not even according to doctrine. Then Paul went on to say, is Christ divided? Was Paul crucified for you? Or were you baptized in the name of Paul? I thank God that I baptized none of you but uh, Crispus and Gaius. Lest any should say that I had baptized in my own name. I, I, I am a, of Apollos because, you know, the Grecians was very uh, uh, educated men. And they could speak eloquently and, and all this other stuff. And folks was choosing their they preachers like one preacher was better than the next preacher. Was it the gospel? Yes, there wasn't nothing better about it. The gospel is the gospel. We all got to accept the word by faith. Faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Whether they talking like this or they preaching like that. It doesn't matter. It's the, uh, the, it's the anointing that destroys the yoke, not the hoop. The hoop is not, the hoop doesn't mean that it's anointed. I hear a lot of water in the background or something. Amen. So we have to be more cautioned about how we hear things and how we view things and see things. 
I'm looking at the unity of the body of Christ. I'm looking at the fruit of the Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit and the unity. And most of all, the love. How do, do men know that you are my disciple? By the love you have towards one another. I'm looking at all that. And if that's not being displayed, guess what? You're faking the fraud, and I say it in your face, and I say it to you in your own church. Amen or ouch. Anybody else have any words? Praise God. Um, I caught the latter end of what you were saying in the lesson. It was very well said. And I believe that was Sister Erica that just got yes. finished speaking and putting everything so eloquently and very, very well said. Um, I wanted to say that that last scripture that you read is actually the state of mind that a lot of Christians are still in right now. And, yes, and, and it's become a problem. <laughs> it has become Come a on, problem, problem because... We are supposed to be one body in Christ, yes. period. And so yes. the enemy wants to do what? To divide and conquer. To divide yes. and conquer. So that is, again, yes. to divide and conquer. So if he can divide and say, I'm of Apollos, and you can say, I'm of Paul. In other words, I'm Church of God in Christ. And the other one can say, well, I'm apostolic or I'm Baptist. This is this is why it's difficult for some people to come along to come to Christ because to divide and conquer and confuse. Okay. Yes. So. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, very very well spoken put together, uh, uh, Apostle Tate and um, um, you know um, Apostle Erica. Um, I can't agree more. This is where we're at now. We're stuck right there. And we should be past yeah, that now yeah. at the body yeah. of Christ. Amen. Amen. Well said. <laughs> and fiery said. I thought you were going to preach. I'll be able to get my tamarind out and my organ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you came real fiery, boy. I said, oh, oh we got a true prophet online. <laughs> Amen, amen. 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 Bless you guys. Mother, amen. Bless you. Amen. Mother Zenobia or Mother Beverly, you have any words? I enjoy the word of God. I wish you forgive me. I'm so greedy to want all that. I hate each of me. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, dear. It happened. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Amen. We're so amen. happy to have you on. Amen. We enjoy you too, Mother. We're so happy every time you, your little faithful self, come on the line. You're just as faithful as you can be. And we appreciate you, Mother. Amen. 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 We love you. I love y'all too. All of y'all. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, uh, um, Prophet Paul, Amen. If you can close us yes, out with I'm a prayer. Amen. Amen. If you can close us out with a prayer, because I know i got to go to bed. <laughs> I understand. Father, we come to you and we thank you 
for your presence tonight. We thank you that, that, that there is a shift taking, and it starts with us. Father, I pray specifically for Apostle Tate that you would energize his body. Lord, I just allow, I allow him as he wakes up tomorrow morning that you would he would be rested and refreshed and ready to work. Lord, I just ask that as he sleeps, the fire of the Holy Ghost would protect him and protect him, and his mind would be stayed on you. Father, I pray for everyone that's on this line. Lord, I yes, just Lord. ask that, that, that they would walk away and ponder and meditate on what was said, and we listen to this again and again. Father, we thank you for this in your precious name. Amen. Amen and amen. And uh, remember, saints of God, until next Wednesday on Apostolic Alignment, that we love you brand new in the name of Jesus, and there's nothing you can do about it but love us back in the name and by the blood of Jesus. Good night, all. Good night.